Hi, my name is Austin. Welcome to the Tekoa Church Sermon Podcast. Our mission is to connect people to God so they can find and live out their purpose. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you enjoy this teaching. Happy New Year, Tekoa Church. Tomorrow is 2024. Thanks for joining us online for our New Year's Eve service. It's a chance for our team, our whole church, to just take a breather at the end of the year after our Christmas season. And we're grateful that you get to join us from home today. Next week, we'll be back in person as we start off the new year. But today, I want to share with you um, about a message out of this idea of, right, tomorrow being a new year, right? It's just kind of an arbitrary mark on our calendars, but it can also be a valuable marker in our year and in our day today. In December, we talked about the holy moments of the Christmas story, the obedience of Joseph, the surrender of Mary, the bold all-in faith of the shepherds, and the power of Mary's moment of treasured memory. And if you took those four things and made 2024 about them, I can guarantee that it would be an incredible, faith-filled year for you. And it's not a complicated thing to discern and figure out what the will of God is. But, you know, if you live for those things, you will live for not just yourself, but for God next year. It's obedience. It's surrender. It's an all-in faith. And it's fueled by treasuring moments and words of God. I pray that our Christmas series wouldn't end on December 25th, but that you would keep letting God speak to you as you come into the new year through the ideas that we presented in this series. That it would be the basis of this next year for you. And let this moment, as we come into the new year, be a moment, a marker for you, another holy moment in your story. And I want to propose marking it in three ways. Number one, acknowledge the challenges of this last year. Number two, celebrate the accomplishments of this year, especially what did God do? What did you do this year? And number three, trust in the plan of God for 2024. So number one, acknowledge the biggest challenges of the year. See where life was difficult. Was it maybe in your job or in a relationship or in your finances or maybe something else? God doesn't ask us to pretend that life isn't difficult or that there were no difficulties for us. There were maybe some really hard parts to this last year. Don't ignore the challenges, but then don't just stop there either. Our biggest challenges can honestly be some of the the greatest victories that we have in our faith and in our lives. This last year, our church had a location challenge. It was a nine-month journey. You've heard me and Pastor Tim and some others probably talk about this. A nine-month battle for where we would meet as a church. And that was honestly one of the biggest challenges for me personally, for our church as well, I believe. But then it was also one of the greatest accomplishments of the year of making that change. Even as we moved into there, it was baptizing three people that we didn't know before we made that change. People that we met because we moved on faith and God led us through it. One of our biggest difficulties, one of our biggest challenges became one of our biggest victories as we look at what God did through that. And that helps put things in context for us. That God is working even in the middle of it when it can be difficult, it can seem like it's dragging on, but that God is with us and He's in the middle of it. I don't know your challenges. I don't know your accomplishments for 2023. Maybe some of them were related like this one. Maybe some of them weren't. Those that were, celebrate those. 
And look at both, even the ones where they don't feel related, where maybe there wasn't a big victory in the middle of it. But see, where was God in the middle of it? Because he was with you through it all. And that helps us lead into number, 20, number three. Sorry, trust him in 2024. Trust him in 2024. So acknowledge the difficulties, celebrate the victories, and trust him for this next year. We trust because of his promises for the future. We also get to trust because of the witness of the past, of seeing what God has done, that he is always with us, that he has been around us in the middle of it. We trust because of what he does. Because God showed up for me before, I will trust again for the future. And the challenge that seemed so difficult, right, that God brought us through it. And if God brought us through this, then I'm going to keep trusting and commit to that in this next year. Sometimes you need some more faith, right? Some of our faith is based on what God has done for us, but sometimes we need to borrow somebody else's faith, take encouragement of what we've seen God do. Take encouragement. What did you see him do in somebody else in our church that if he did it for them, he can do it for me? Sometimes we take encouragement of what he has done in history. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 says this, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And Hebrews goes on to list a bunch of people in the history of God's people, people that, that we can take inspiration from their faith, people that trusted God and He provided for them. You're going to trust in God's plans for this next year. You also need to know God's plan for you. And the single greatest thing you can do for that is to know His Word to us the Bible. So I want to invite you for 2024, we are going to read the Bible together as a church. And may this be your guiding practice for this year. 20 minutes a day, more or less, depending on what works for you, where you can set aside and say, I'm going to read the Bible. What could God do? What could he do if you did that? I want to invite you to do that with us. We're going to read it as a community. We're going to read through the entire Bible next year, and we're going to break it up, a little bit of the Old Testament, a little bit of the New Testament, and some of the wisdom, Psalms, Proverbs, each day for us to fuel our days and our years to make space for God to speak to us. And we're going to do it together as a community because it's always better in community when there's people encouraging you, helping you along, people that talk through, hey, I didn't get that. Hey, that really spoke to me. Hey, all that spoke to them meant I learn from how God is speaking to them. Even we're going to do it together in community. So if you want to join us in that this year, click the link that's here. Click the link on the connect page of our website. You can jump in to the Bible app with us and it marks you out each day our reading. And there's even a little devotional if you want to read that as well to, to help and get encourage you, speak some words into you if um, of what God might be speaking through those pages. So I want to invite you to do that with us. The habit of reading the Bible sets us up to listen to God and he will speak. And it might be through the words that you read that day through the Bible. It might be some other way in your day, but the practice of doing that daily attunes our hearts and our minds to looking for where he's at in our day. Somebody told me recently that what you start the day eating is what you crave for the rest of the day. That if you start your day with something sweet, your body actually craves those things as you go more things. For lunch, you want something sweet again, you know, for dinner. 
And it seems backwards, like, well, if we already ate it, we should be satisfied. But it fuels us of, hey, this is, this is what our bodies want. And I think the same thing can be true. And when we start looking to God with our days, when we start having that habit of reading and getting into His Word, it makes us more attuned for where else in our day might God be speaking? Where else might be He be saying something to me all throughout the day? And I, I, I saw this even in high school, one of the first times I read through the Bible. And as I did that, I, I began to realize that the more I do this, the more I see God speaking to me. The more I do this, the more that I see that, you know, my days are fueled by something incredible, that I see God showing up for me, that my perspective is better, my, my attitude is better, my life is better as I do this, as I look back, um, as I was able to look back at what God had done through that. When you know his word, when you make space for him and prioritize him for 20 minutes a day, that's less than one episode of The Office or your favorite comedy. That's 20 minutes where you say, you know what, my number one priority, I'm all in. My number one priority this year is God. I'm all in on him. I'm going to see what he does. And I can guarantee that if you do that, you use that time and that practice, you will be better for it. That in a day, maybe you miss those 20 minutes, sure, every once in a while, but those 20 minutes, you will not regret if you prioritize that throughout the year. Because those 20 minutes will become some of the most significant. Those 20 minutes will become some of the greatest holy moments of your year. We'll also be starting next week. I want to let you know on January 8th, 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church. It's a great way to also just get your heart and your mindset in the right place for this year of what God is going to do. So invite you to join us with that. It's going to start next week, so I want to put that on your radar. But, you know, join us in this Bible reading for this year. Most year, New Year's resolutions often don't make it past the first couple days, but if you give yourself to this in January, it's going to set you, you up for the year to prayer, to fasting, to the Bible, and just paying attention to what God might want to say. It will set you up. And if you don't do it alone, you do it with our community. That's one of the biggest ways that you'll be successful is by not doing it alone. Any habit, any new thing that you're trying to do, by doing it in community together, we can take encouragement from those around us. When you have a question, you can ask me or somebody else in our church. When you don't get something out of it, you can take something out of what somebody else got out of it. And together, God is going to fill us with His Word and His presence. So, Today, I want to invite you, acknowledge the biggest challenges of your year. Number two, celebrate the greatest accomplishments of the year. And number three, trust in God's plan for 2024. Have a great New Year's, and we'll see you back next week to Coa Church. I want to say thank you for joining us today. We hope each week the message encourages you and helps you live out your purpose. I want to thank every person that is partnering with us in their tithes and offerings. I want to invite you to give towards the mission of Tekoa to support the ministry that God is doing. You can do that on our website, www.tekoachurch.org. Have a great week.